Blog Talk Radio. Days of Our Lives. Today is a very special episode because I decided I wanted to talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So we're not you know, talking about days this um, this week, but um, the the girls and I took the weekend off and it's the holiday. But I decided I want to talk about Beverly Hills because it keeps vexing me, and um, every time I watch the show. It sticks with me for days, and I wouldn't call myself a total expert on, on the housewives. I don't watch every show, but I've watched most of them. I've seen every Beverly Hills episode, Orange County, Potomac, um, Atlanta, New York City, New Jersey, and Salt Lake. I have not watched um, Dallas, Miami, or D.C., of course, uh, I think Miami's the only one show that got rebooted. The other ones are no longer with us. And I did try to watch Dubai, but I got bored. So even Phaedra only got me to tune in for a little bit. I love Phaedra Parks. Uh, this week, um, they did drop the Salt Lake City promo. And I wasn't looking forward to season three because I thought season two was a bit of a shit show. And this is driving me nuts on the housewives, and I think the producers need to step in and do something about this. Last season should have been about Jen Shaw, and it's instead it was a gang up on Meredith Marks and whether or not her um, they had a um, memorial service for her father on a certain day and trying to say she set up she ratted out Jen Shaw to the feds. I don't like these distraction storylines. I think it's ridiculous. The topic should have been Jen Shaw. And obviously that was a bit planned. I think the girls get together and, and try to deflect. And that's what's been going on with Beverly Hills uh, this season. That's been driving me nuts. The, every episode shouldn't be, hey, let's gang up on Sutton. That's ridiculous. You have Erica Jane on the show. Why are you ganging up on Sutton? You know, Erica owes all the, this money. She's getting sued left and right. And she decided her storyline this year was she was going to get drunk at every uh, event and just be unfiltered. And the whole thing is, let's gang up on Sutton. And, and that drives me insane. It, it doesn't, that shouldn't be the topic of conversation. She shouldn't. Every get every get together should not be ganging up on Sutton over minor things. When you have Erica Jane in the group, that that drives me crazy. And Sutton falls for it. The, that's a bit on her too. I think she kind of likes talking. And I love Sutton, but she does like talking about herself, and she keeps apologizing to these girls. And she needs to stop. Erica is never going to like her. Erica's mad that she challenged her last year. Piss off a narcissist. You are dead to them for the rest of your life. You cannot make up with them. They do not forgive. 
Uh, so I think Sutton's a little uh, naive that she thinks her and Erica maybe might be friends down the line. Erica is not going to forgive her. She's encouraging the other girls to gang up on her, specifically Diana and um, Crystal in the beginning of the season to go after Sutton. And Rena's the same way. Rena and Erica are tight. No one kind of knows why they're so tight as friends. But I think Rena really was the only one who didn't question or make fun of Erica to her face or behind her back for the last two seasons. She has been loyal to a T. So I can guess you give her some credit that, you know, Rena's a ride or die with Erica. You can give her credit for that. You can blame her for that, whatever you want to do. But uh, Rena is a narcissist, too. And, you know, I love Lisa Rena on Days of Her Lives. She played Billy Reed, if you didn't know. And she was fun her first few seasons on Beverly Hills. She's a little kooky. She's fun. Um, she's entertaining. But this year, she hasn't been any of those. And obviously, her mother died, and that's going to suck any joy out of anybody. But her admitting, yeah, I like to torture Sutton and laughing about it, that's not cool. She really hasn't been entertaining at all this entire season. And she's been downright vicious. And that's not why I want to watch Beverly Hills. I'm one of those people, but I get ragged on all the time. Why do you watch these shows? They're so toxic and there's just women fighting. I don't watch it for that. I watch it because I want to look at the clothes and um, the houses, and I want to look at the trips, stuff like that. That interests me. And um, you watch these women over the course of 10, 12, 15 years, and kind of like the Truman Show, you're seeing them get married, get divorced, have kids, kids, you know. To me, that's kind of that's kind of neat to watch. But, yeah, I'm not here for the gang up and the fighting. I think it's ridiculous. So, anyway, so with all that being said, yeah, I'm just trying to say, yeah, I I watch too many housewife shows, so I consider myself to be an expert. So, this week we had um, the show started with um, Kyle and Dorit in a car, and I guess they were going to a dog park or something. And... <laughs> The conversation was kind of funny. They were still having their hair from the day before from Rena's um, party, their se- her 70s party. And uh, they- they're still giving Rena's pass for being nasty, saying, oh, uh, you know, she's suffering. And they do think it's kind of extreme. And they said, yeah, she's just really picking on Sutton in particular. And they vowed that they were going to support Sutton. Obviously, that doesn't happen. (laughs) They had the perfect opportunity to support Sutton, and they didn't. And the whole thing is kind of uh, critical, too, because Kyle has been throwing Sutton under bus for two seasons. And Sutton needs to learn to stop confiding in Kyle. Kyle does not have her back. Yeah, so part of the blame for this has to be Sutton that, she just opens up her mouth too much, and she needs to be more like Garcelle and be more tight-lipped and keep it casual and not get in deep. And she's got to stop falling into these traps that Kyle keeps setting up for. So after that, we have Diana um, shows up at Garcelle's house, and Diana's also saying that she's hungover from the night before. 
and she's wearing a jumpsuit backwards, which I thought that was kind of cute. It was kind of funny. But I don't know how you don't notice. Like, I don't own one of those jumpsuits. To me, you know, if you have to use the bathroom, you have to, like, crawl out of that thing to use the bathroom and then crawl back in it. Like, I'm not, I'm not down for that. That's too much work. Who wants to do that? To me, it's like, wouldn't you notice when you sat down that it was riding weirdly? So I, I thought that was kind of odd, but it was still, it was kind of cute. So uh, Diana was explaining why she gets a separate room, and she's saying it's for the benefit of everybody, really, that she does that. And I, I believe her on this, but still, though, it's it's your job as a when you're one of the housewives, you really do have to stay where everybody else is staying. Because that's part of it, part of the tension. You, you know, you you don't get to go and escape to a hotel room. So she's, um, Diana says she brings in Ghostbusters to cleanse the rooms whenever she goes on trips. So it's not just, you know, someone setting up her wardrobe and setting the chairs a certain way so she's facing the door. It's not just that they show clips of uh, people actually going in, probably with stage and cleansing the rooms of evil spirits. Now, I talked about this a bit on our regular podcast, all the ghost hunting type shows. I think they're fascinating. So I could see it a bit, but to me, I that's a bit much, and that seems like that's too much money to spend. To me, send those people, if you know for sure you're going to someplace that's haunted, but it's you're you know, just go into a random hotel room. I think that's a little over the top. But, hey, um, she flew people out to Hawaii to do that. So God bless her. She's keeping the economy going. So thank you, Diana. Next was um, Renna and Harry Hamlin at their house. And um, she was going through Lewis's things. And that was a nice scene. And I, I love Harry Hamlin. I don't care. I Whatever secrets people keep insinuating about him. I don't want to hear it. I love Harry. Leave him alone. <laughs> but seems too, Rena needs to stop invoking his name to try to um, end conversations. So, but that, that was a touching scene. They brought out some Lois's stuff and um, killer who uh, um, attacked her. Next, it's Garcelle and Sheree. And um, when you've been watching Lana for all these years and you have um, a See, I still pronounce her name wrong. It's Cherie. I even wrote it out phonetically. It's Christelle Cherie. So, um, but yeah, because I look at it and I think Cherie, I'm thinking she by Cherie for Atlanta, but no, it's Cherie. So, Christelle um, basically says she's done with Erica. She's uh, not going to try to make amends with her. And there's no reason for Garcelle to reach out to Erica anyway. Erica's the one who wronged her. Erica's the one who got drunk and made an ass herself at Garcelle's birthday party and hit her on one son and cussed out her other son. And Erica should have just, since she saw Garcelle, she should have went up to her and apologized. And she didn't. She just kept saying, oh, I'm not going to drink that much. I'm not going to drink. And then she, st- she started getting, she started drinking. So, and then Garcelle had to bring it up. And she was so classy about it. And I know people want her to, you know, read Erica and refer her new asshole and cuss her out herself. That's not the way she is. 
So, uh, you know, you're not going to get any leaks out of her. Uh, so I think people need to realize Crystal is just her own person. She handles her things her own way. If, you know, no one's hair is going to get pulled, or, you know, no one's gonna, she's not going to flip a table. She's not going to do any of that stuff. But she did say to um, Cherie that um, Erica was on fire. She had no water for Erica. And Cherie said, well, you got to at least spit on her. <laughs> so that's funny. And I enjoyed it. And I wish Cherie kind of showed up more. But she had a great first episode. I'm like, oh, she's cool. And she's funny. And, and um, I was had high hopes for her this season. But she really didn't bring anything. She just made one little comment to Sutton saying, you know, how's that working out for you? And that was about it. And most of the time, she's kind of just there. So I don't know if she was shy about jumping in and saying something. I don't know if she's getting a bad edit. She really hasn't done anything this year to show why she should be back again or why she should be full-time. So, And next, we had Kyle Mauricio. And honestly, I'm tired of the um, Kyle Mauricio snippets of them being at home. I think they're, they're it's been boring. And basically Mauricio's, um, they're basically they're golfing and Kyle's snapping at him a lot though, which that was a little weird and awkward. And Mauricio, for some reason or other, is going on this trip to Aspen as the only guy. So, and some people think Maybe they were using this as a, a work thing, and so Mauricio had to be there because it's part of the agency. Maybe it's their plane, or they, they leased that plane, so he had to be there to justify the lease as a business write-off. I don't know, I don't, but that's what some people are saying, allegedly. <laughs> so, um, But it's awkward. I don't know why he's there, and um, there's always conversations in other housewives groups. So why is there a um, trip with the guys? Why are the guys being filmed? As far as I can remember, they've never done it on Beverly Hills. They never had guys on the girls' trips. They never had couples' trips. It's always been strictly girls. So him going to Aspirin was just odd. All right, so we became Dorit. And uh, they're discussing the robbery, and she, she basically wants his phone in his hand the entire time while she's in Aspen and he's in London but she wants to be able to call him if she feels anxious and um, he doesn't seem too down for that at all and I guess she called him she was panicked in Mexico so um, and she made this comment well if you're on Mars and I need you to come and come get me in Aspen, you're going to come. And so, yeah, he wasn't too thrilled about that. So they have this, the um, typical packing scene, which, you know, we're tired of it. We have to see the packing scenes twice a year on every show. It's not interesting. Um, Crystal and um, Lucy were packing. Lucy said that Crystal had too many clothes and that she loves the drama. And that was cute. And that was funny. And then uh, Joshua's helping Sutton. And they had this funny scene where um, Sutton basically just has to bring one suitcase for one jacket, her Dolce & Gabbana $3,000 puffy jacket. And it was cute. He stuffed it into her suitcase and it poofed back up. 
that was it kind of looked like um chippy pop popcorn crystal and garcelle were facetiming and garcelle just finished um filming her show i think it's called the talk i can't remember what it was but it's been canceled since then because it came out in the news that Erica had to turn over the $750,000 earrings. So Erica does not possess them at this point. She did turn them over, but she is still fighting tooth and nail to keep them, even though it was shown um, basically client money was used to, to get them. And Crystal's like, she has to give them. She's like, he, she has to you know, give up these earrings. It could help pay for a lot of the um, the victims. And Crystal's are talking about, you know, how well went over whenever she brought up um, the lawsuits last year. And um, Erica basically bit her head off. So, and Garcelle said the episode's going to air after um, Aspen. So she was kind of glad about. So they all um, go on the private plane and, um, it was funny. Garcelle crossed herself, and then just she took out a flask. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And um, Mauricio's on the plane, and um, Garcelle asked if they could share Mauricio. So I thought that was kind of cute. And Kyle show, shares a task that she got from Nikki Hilton because um, Kathy's joining them. She's flying in from New York. And Nikki uh, texted Kyle, dropping my moth mom off and making a connection is like leaving a baby on a curb. I thought that was kind of funny. So, but yeah, I mean, I enjoy Kathy. It is kind of odd just seeing someone who has everything done for her, but she is naturally funny and she does make good points. So I, I enjoy her on this show. She always makes you laugh. There, there's not one episode that goes by that you're not laughing at Kathy Hilton. And I think they kind of missed her at the end of the year. I think she would have um, lightened things up a bit. So, um, Rena, Erica, and Kyle are going to Kyle's house. And um, Diana got dropped off at her hotel. Garcelle, Cherie, Sutton, and Crystal. Oh, and I forgot Dorit. We're all staying at um, a separate rental. And um, Dorit basically said she took one for the team by staying with the other group because Eric and Sutton aren't getting along. So, but to me, I mean, when you look at, at this place they rented out, it's fantastic. It's a thousand times better than Kyle's place. They have a personal chef. Uh, the rooms are big. Crystal um, pulled a Ramona and basically claimed the um, master bedroom for herself. Pool table. There's like all this fun stuff. There's actually an elevator. And so the rental is really cool. And, um, you know, I wouldn't complain if I was Dorit. So, and besides, I mean, this group, Marcelle, Cherie, Sutton, and Crystal, yeah, I think Dorit would get along with them just fine. So back at Kyle's house, Kyle is like mortified that her Christmas lights are still up. Don't know what time of year it was. I'm assuming it's January or February. Next, not exactly sure. So it's not like it's summer. So, and to me, you know, if you haven't party over your house and you still have your Christmas lights up on the exterior of your house, plug them in. I mean, turn them on. What's the big deal? But seriously, Kyle was having a total breakdown about it and was demanding that Erica help her take these down. And Erica had no idea how to take the lights down. And, you know, as a 
you know, a civilian like the rest of us, we all put lights up. It's not that big of a deal. Like, they, they weren't up on the ladder. Like, I will not put Christmas lights up anywhere that requires a ladder. I don't do ladders. I don't like them. So I always hang lights somewhere where it's very easy for me to keep my feet on the ground. So I don't know why they're having such a hard time with the Christmas lights. So um, Kathy shows up, and she's wearing slippers and has pillows with her. And it was kind of funny, but she looked like she kind of just rolled out of bed. She actually just came from the airport. And so Kyle is just embarrassed over Kathy and the way she's dressed. And Kathy's like, no one recognizes me. And Kyle's like, they're going to recognize you. And Kathy's like, well, I'm wearing a mask. So, um, and as I said many times during the pandemic, uh, wearing a mask was the best thing to ever happen to um, unattractive people. <laughs> you have bad teeth or a bad nose, nobody noticed. <laughs> so, um, while Kathy and Kyle were talking, I noticed, and some other people um, I was watching on Twitter, Erica was shooting looks at Rena the entire time. And we know later on, um, during this Aspen trip, there, there is some sort of takedown take down of Kathy and Rena and Erica are involved. And Rena's been on Instagram all over about it. And to, um, to this point, seriously, Rena, Erica, and Diana need to get off of social media. They've been horrible. And Rena took um, Beverly Hills and stuff off of her Instagram stuff, off anything off of her Instagram and she was just concentrating on fun and fashion. And no, she's not. She's still being shitty on Instagram. And it's not a good look. So I, I don't know why they keep doing it. And um, what happened this week was Garcelle's son, Jax, who's 14, had bots sent after him on Instagram and was saying racist things to him and saying stuff like he could end up like George Floyd and um, have a knee to his neck. And it was really disgusting. And um, Bravo put out a statement and the housewives put it on their Instagram saying, you know, they don't get to build this behavior and they blamed it on fans. We don't know if fans did this. People investigated. These were bots. These were not people who have actual social media followings, and they all did the same thing. They all made nasty comments towards Jackson Garcelle and were praising Erica and Diana. So, you know, red flags. Diana is not well-loved anywhere. I think maybe a few people who don't like Sutton maybe like Diana, but no, she does not have a fan base. And from what it's saying on some of the gossip sites, she's testing negatively in focus groups. She's one and done, so we all know that. So don't know why she's choosing to be nasty. Rena, um, oh, Erica uh, won a lawsuit this week. They got dismissed. Um, some former partners of her husband tried to sue her, saying um, they didn't get the money that they, they were promised on some of these cases. They didn't get their cut, and they sued her. And the judge ruled they basically provided no evidence that Erica knew that this money was getting, that it was other people's money being funneled towards her. So she, uh, that got posted on social media and Rena put on um, Instagram, hey, Slutton, why don't you read this uh, LA Times article? Because um, 
the Sun read the LA Times article from last year that was detailing everything that Tom and Erica did. And um, that's what made her popular last year, but she was asking questions of Erica, and everybody else was buying all these cockamamie stories Erica was coming up with, um, you know, snow in Pasadena and rolling down hills and, all, you know, hurting knees and cataracts and all this crazy shit she was saying last year. And Sutton was the only one, and she wasn't even being mean. She was just asking questions. Like She wasn't insulting or being rude. She was just saying, you know, this shit doesn't add up. So, um, yes, yeah, so Arena's been calling her Slutton all week, and Slutton also is a nickname for the Sutton fan base. They, they call themselves um, Sluttons for Sutton. And um, but that's not what the reason why Arena was calling her that. that it was more of a, a slur, or basically calling her a slut, which I think everybody knows that's not a slut. Yeah, so basically Erica, Diana, and um, Rena need to get off social media. I, I take, you know, like two months off, wait till after the reunion's over, maybe do something because no one wants to see Housewives fight non-social media. To me, it's boring. Because the other ones kind of don't do that or they're a little bit subtly shady, but they don't pick fights on Instagram. It's, it's, it's lame. Leave it for the show. Do the fighting on the show. We don't need to see it on Instagram. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, and then someone um, made a comment to Erica because they were uh, Rena was complaining all their children getting attacked and all their children getting death threats. And so I made a comment to Erica, well, you know, um, why didn't Bravo step in when uh, Erica's son was um, getting threatened? Erica's son is a cop, and he was getting some hate on social media. And um, so Erica piped in like, yeah. But that, that's a bit different because he's a grown man. And I, I don't think anybody associated with a housewife should be attacked. Her son's never been on the show. There's no reason to go after him at all. And I don't, there's no reason to go after Rena's daughters either. They've been on the show a few times. But honestly, there's no reason to go after anyone's kids. It's disgusting. And a few months ago, people were going after Portia, Kyle's um, youngest daughter, because Kyle and Mauricio were laughing about Erica. Garcelle's sons. And I saw people mentioning that on Twitter and encouraging other people to go after their, um, Kyle's daughter. And it's disgusting. Leave kids alone. You can bring up the point that you want to tweet to Kyle, say, hey, how would you like that if, if Erica cussed out your daughter? Yeah, tweet that to Kyle. Don't go on these children's you know, Instagrams or whatever and insult them or um, threaten them. It's disgusting. Leave them alone. That's what kind of sucks about social media because the wackadoodles, uh, it's a little frightening, especially on Twitter, even go on there. I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot of crazy people on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, there is. And you're like, they're running around loose in the world, you know? And yeah, it's, it's kind of disgusting. I try to keep everything light on Twitter and try not to – I don't mean tweet people. I might make a comment or say I don't like something, but I'm not mean tweeting at a person. I think that's rude. So, um, so that's what I went down on Beverly Hills' um, Instagram drama. So, um, But I did notice Erica 
was shooting Rena looks the entire time Kyle and Kathy were talking. And the thing is, we all know that stuff is deceptively edited. She could have been shooting her look about something else. And, and they parsed things in. I mean, the looks might have happened 20 minutes later, and they parsed it in at that time. But we do know Eric and Rena are going to take down Kathy at Aspen. And Kathy tells this weird story how she skis with her arms out. I'm not a skier. I've never skied. At this point, I think I'm too old to even attempt it because I think I'll break something. But uh, (laughs) that was kind of funny when she was talking about it. So Mauricio starts cooking for everybody. And as people pointed out, there was an actual chef at the other house. And there was a lot more room for everybody. So I don't know why they were having Mauricio go out and cook when it's six degrees outside and he couldn't get the grill started. He looked like he burned all the steaks. And then Kathy wanted to grill the corn and Mauricio was snapping at her and saying, Well won't you go out and do it? And Crystal's like, No, we'll boil, we'll boil it. So Crystal and Cherie were actually trying to help out with Mauricio but it's a lot of work to cook for a lot a lot of people like that. That's not something I find enjoyable at all. So, yeah, that might have been an odd request from Kathy's part. But then she asked for utensils, butter, napkins, and she said the corn wasn't cooked thoroughly. Now, that's all legit. And Kyle's complaining that Kathy is high maintenance. That was that was a little ridiculous. Who doesn't sit down at a table with napkins, utensils, and butter for your corn on the cob? That's not high maintenance at all. That's normal. But still, though, too, the other girls could have chipped in and helped set the table. Like if I'm eating at someone's house and they're cooking, that's the first thing I do is volunteer to set the table. Because that's the easiest thing to do. That way I know everybody has their glasses and plates and silverware and napkins and whatever condiments you need. So if someone should have pitched in and helped a little bit. And I don't honestly don't know what the hell Kyle did the entire time. So like Mauricio was doing everything. So after dinner... Rena went in the back and found a Ouija board. And so that's been causing some discussion. Like, did Rena bring it? Did Cal bring it to stir shit? Somebody brought it to stir shit. But you don't randomly have that lying around in the cabin, especially when Kyle's like, we haven't, she hasn't played one since she was a kid. So why would she have one there? So someone was starting shit. So I don't know who was doing it. So um, everybody decides they're not going to do it except for Erica and Rena. So they're the only ones who have their hands on it. And I can just say, too, from watching enough Ghostbusters shows, yeah, don't mess with those things. And they shouldn't be sold as toys. And you're going to be inviting things in. And if you don't know how to use them, uh, yeah, you're asking for trouble because Basically, there is a closing ceremony you're supposed to do to close the door. Because if you don't do it properly, you left the door open and you can get yourself a bunch of trouble. So please don't play with those things. So um, Kyle asked for the first question, are we going to work out our issues and have a good time? And Rena puts the little thingy on now. And that was that was cute. That was kind of funny. But everybody in their confessionals is um, getting pissed at Kyle for shit stirring. Even um, Dorit's been doing it. Um, Rena's been doing it. It's yeah, it's too much. And Kyle is literally picking fights every episode, and she's not even subtle about it. Like 
that's why I like Sutton. She's more like the Atlanta ladies or the Potomac ladies. She just brings in some shade. It's a shady question, but she's not shit-stirring, and she's not throwing people under the bus. Kyle's just flat-out throwing people under the bus and causing other people to fight, and then she sits and laughs about it. And the next question, Sheree asked a um, question, will um, Garcelle find a soulmate? And I was interested in this question, and um, they said the, the letter W popped up. So that, that kind of made me laugh. That was wondering if it was Will Smith, because Garcelle dated him briefly, and uh, Sheree, that's her ex-husband and father of her child. So, all right. So I can't remember how this conversation came up. But Kathy said, there's three things you don't call people. And she said, a liar, a thief, and a pedophile. And that was basically just the line in the night. I just thought it, that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> Such a, a random thing. And um, I think that had to do with, um, I think that had to do with Garcelle and Erica, the liar thing. <laughs> it just maybe it's just me. I I don't go around calling people pedophiles. <laughs> and I've I've never been in a conversation when anybody referred to another person as a pedophile. But I I guess that happens with Kathy's group of people. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, so follow Kathy's advice and don't call anybody a life a thief, a liar, a thief, or a pedophile. So yeah, so there. Um, the problem with Garcelle and Erica was that Erica was basically calling Garcelle a liar. This uh, Garcelle was talking to Erica about her drinking and uh, taking pills, which you're not supposed to do. And seriously, any time you get a prescription, read the interactions labels. That's very important. You need to know these things. These are pills you should not be drinking on. And I discussed this before with some friends of mine. I know people who drink and take pills they shouldn't be doing. And it wears down your tolerance for alcohol significantly. So it takes very little alcohol for you to get drunk on these pills. And you can, unfortunately, basically um, fall asleep and not wake up. You, You can basically suffocate to death. It's not a good idea to mix these things. Garcelle, when she talked to Erica about it, I thought she was not being shady. She was very concerned. And she kind of did stage it like an intervention. I think she thought maybe somebody would back her up and said, Kyle's like, oh, well, she's just trying to be loose and have fun. I think she's a little slip up now and then, but I've never seen her like that, blah, blah, blah. No, Erica usually just blows up at people when she's sober. So, um, you know, I always make a joke, you know, I don't have to drink to be an asshole. I say, you know, asshole things, stone cold sober, but I'm Sagittarius and that's how we roll. And Garcelle's Sagittarius too. So I give her a lot of credit because she was very tactful. I mean, I probably would have been shady with Erica, but no, she was very tactful. With Sagittarius, we have a reputation for being blunt. And sometimes that comes off as mean spirited. But we're just telling it like it is, and we're not blowing smoke up your ass. 
we're giving you our opinion and we're being honest. You don't have to like it. You might not like the tone or the delivery, but we're being honest. Garcelle, though, I thought was very good with her tone and wasn't being shady. And she flat out said, you know, what you said to my son is not okay. But uh, Erica's basically complaining that Garcelle's saying that she has a drinking problem. I, I don't think Erica has a drinking problem. I don't think she's an alcoholic. I think she's drinking too much for a storyline, period. And Renner probably um, helped her concoct this idea. So I, I do not think she has a drinking problem at all. I think she was drinking to be obnoxious, and that would be her storyline. So, um, but Erica saying Garcelle's be the liar, but she did talk to the other girls about it. And I didn't understand this whole thing. She said Garcelle was mad the story didn't go along. I don't, I did not get that at all. I don't, Garcelle wasn't mad at Dorit. Dorit seemed concerned when she heard, you know, Erica um, fell and hit her head and basically blacked out. I The impression I got was Dorit was concerned too, but she probably wasn't going to say anything. So, um, so Garcelle said to Erica, you know, we don't have to be friends. And Erica's like, okay. So, and so Kyle, so after the, they're having an actual real conversation about something important, Kyle brings up the friggin' Instagram thing, how um, Garcelle and Sutton don't follow Erica anymore. And, um, and they, I guess she's brought this up now. This is the second time she brought up. She brought it, brought it up in the jet, and Sutton's like, oh, it was just a joke. You know, no big deal. And Garcelle said she did it, yeah, because Erica's calling her a liar. And I think, I think Sutton did kind of do it. Like, so I'm like, well, if you're not going to follow her, I'm not going to follow her either. And, you know, just kind of laughed about it. And this is the thing on social media. If you're on the Housewives, there are fans that no better thing to do than to see who you're following. And Linda doesn't follow her friend. She doesn't follow Sutton or herself. So to me, what's the big deal? I, I honestly don't care. And it sounds like some of them weren't following Sutton before all this. So who cares? It's I don't understand what the big deal is. And honestly, none of them thought it was a big deal. Erica didn't care. Sutton didn't care. The only person who cared was Kyle, and Kyle's like, "Why are you doing it?" And Sutton and Garcelle's like, "Yeah, it's just you know, it's just an inside joke." Erica wasn't upset about it at all, and Kyle flips out. You guys aren't being authentic. You're, you know, what's important is the attention behind this, and it. She gets mad and leaves the room. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Everybody thought it was stupid. Who cares? It's Instagram. And then Sutton said in the after show that she was fine with not following Erica because she could only see so many pictures of Erica with her ass in her, up in the air with her, with her and wearing a thong. So I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of down with that too. I, I I don't really follow many people on Instagram, but am I going to follow someone who's half naked all the time? No, probably not either. That doesn't interest me. And, um, you know, it is what it is. But I think it's weird that people investigate stuff like that. I just think it's strange. So um, Sutton brings up the point, like, you know, why are you so concerned about Instagram when Erica called her a see you next Tuesday last year during the reunion? 
and only Garcelle said something. I think Garcelle said it wasn't okay. And um, we didn't get an answer from anybody because Diana um, chimes in and says, but you are one. And Erica cackles like a hyena. It was just ridiculous. And then Diana starts laughing. Um, Rena kind of hit her face. I don't know if she was laughing and didn't want anybody to see or if she was just mortified. But I think she kind of knew. She knew at that point, though, Diana stepped in it. So Dorit was kind of shocked. Everybody was uh, not real happy with it. Didn't hear. And she's like, well, what did she say? And Diana starts laughing, oh, because she, because she is one. And um, and Carcel's like, that's not okay. And Carcel opened the door and she shouldn't have. She said to Diana, but why don't you like Sutton? Why did you call her that? And Diana has no explanation. She really doesn't know why she doesn't like Sutton. And we all kind of know why she doesn't like Sutton. Um, Renner put her up to it. Um, Renner was upset because Sutton brought it out that basically Renner and Hamlin go to Elton John's um, benefit and they never pay and they never donate. Sutton, I think that was an unintentional. She brought it up, watch what happens live, that she bought their tickets and she didn't get a thank you. That's all it was about was the thank you and how Ren made a deal because Garcelle didn't say thank you enough to Harry, even though Garcelle complimented him to his face about the sauce. She thanked them when they dropped it off. They were both there and dropped it off to her house. So she thanked them in person. But Renda wanted her to make a comment, uh, another thank you after she tasted it. Well, she already tasted it. That's why she said she liked it. You know, his another, you know, mason jar of it's going to taste the same as the batch he made for everybody. So, yeah, it, it was a little ridiculous. But Sutton's attention was not to make fun of Renna and Hamlin for not paying to get in and basically relying on other people to pay their way in. And she even said during Watch What Happens Live, they might not have known that I paid for the tickets. And there was a misunderstanding um, because um, Renna's people said Sutton didn't pay for them. And they said, oh, we'll, we'll hook up with IMDb. Basically, you interview with IMDb, sit at their table, you, they'll pay for your tickets. But Sutton turned around the next day, and she did pay for the tickets. And it turns out, some people actually looked up the IRS filing. Sutton donated $77,000 that year. Ren and Hamlin donated zero. So it opened up a whole bag of worms over fucking sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Renna kept doubling down. She kept bringing it up on social media all the time. And I got receipts, and she posted these emails. But it, the, the emails were from her people. So who knows? Her people might have been manipulating her to do press with IMDb, you know. So who knows what happens. But we do know Sutton paid 77000 and got them in. So ever since then, Rin has been mad as hell at Sutton. But... I don't think Sutton would ever embarrass anybody on purpose about getting into a charity event for free. I don't think that was her intentions at all. So, so I think Rena has been ginning up 
Diana to go after her son. That's what drives me nuts about new housewives, and these producers need to knock it off. When you bring on a new housewife, like their first episode, they're picking a fight with somebody, and you know the producers tell them who to pick a fight with. I don't like that to do that. Let it be. They, I mean, there's a bunch of, there's like six or seven alpha women in a room. You're eventually not going to like somebody. Or someone's going to say something to piss you off. There's no reason to set the newbies up against somebody. Like, um, Sanya um, went after um, Drew on Atlanta, but they brought her on as Drew's friend. And Drew never really did anything to her. And so it just came off as inauthentic. And then I, I just don't like that. Let it be. These women are not going to like each other eventually. There's no reason to start a feud in the very first episode. So that's kind of what Diana did. And honestly, Diana's mad because Sutton made her cry in Mexico. Because um, Diana was, when Sutton went too far with Crystal in Mexico, by far, she really shamed the hell out of her. Diana interfered and Sutton cut her new asshole and made Diana cry. That's really what this is about. And then Diana um, wouldn't let Sutton sit somewhere, uh, made Sutton sit her assigned seat when they got on the plane on the way back home, but she let everybody else sit what they want. So it's really that petty and stupid. It really goes back to Mexico and I think Rena sitting um, Diane up against Sutton. So she's, Diana said she doesn't like Sutton because she's very slithery and she goes after people at the weakest point and when Diane was on her deathbed. This is a bunch of bullshit. She had her miscarriage, I think, two months before this show was filming. And obviously, a miscarriage is a horrible thing. And she, she was quite a bit along. She was 18 weeks along. She was, you know, almost halfway there. That had to have been horrible. I don't know if she was on her deathbed when that was happening. But after Mexico, when she sent that nasty text to Garcelle saying she's supposed to be on bed rest and she partied too hard in Mexico and she's bleeding and all that. Okay, you're put on bed rest. That's not your deathbed. If you're dying, your ass is in the hospital. Your doctor's not going to put you on bed rest. So the whole thing was stupid. And honestly, she wasn't acting like anything was wrong in Mexico. And I believe she's wearing a white bathing suit. And any woman can tell you, you don't wear white if you're bleeding. (laughs) That's the stupidest thing you could do. So I'm not, yes, I she seemed like she was fine in Mexico. You know, maybe when she got home, it was too much. But she told every the whole purpose of the text was saying, hey, I'm not going to Garcelle's party because all this bad stuff, you know, she's, you know, it caught up with her physically. But Sutton didn't attack her on her deathbed. She attacked Diana at a party that Diana was drinking at and dancing and partying. So she wasn't acting sick at all. Sutton went after her because she said a, sick, a city, shitty text to, Gar- to Garcelle. That's the whole group, but it was mean and nasty. And said, no, I'm not going to your party because I'm on bed rest. And, yeah, so obviously she wasn't on bed rest. And I think Sutton was in her right to question her, saying, you know, texting you on your, you're, on your, you're on bed rest and here you are at the party, so what's going on? And Diana threw it, threw her two miscarriages in her face. And it's like, what? I mean, you're sitting there saying Sutton's on you on your weakest point, and you're on your deathbed. And 
and now you're making fun of Sutton saying she had two miscarriages and didn't tell anybody. I mean, it, that was just vicious and wrong. And then, um, then Kai on a confessional says um, she respects Diana for being honest. No, Diana's not being honest. She's being shitty. She's being mean. She's being rude. She wasn't being honest at all. She was on her deathbed. Sutton wasn't being rude to her on her deathbed. Come on. You know, you got none of them even knew that Diana was going through all this until the text. It was not really mentioned. And honestly, if you know, she's having all these problems, Diana should not even be considering trying to get pregnant again, especially at her age, forty nine fifty, if she's having all these problems. You know, if she wants to have a baby, get a surrogate. This no, it's not worth risking your health at this point, especially when you already have three healthy kids. It's I, that's ridiculous. And Diana wasn't being honest. No, if if she was being honest, she was she would say, "Hey, you know what? Rana put me up to it," or "Hey, I was mad at you because you made me cry in Mexico." That's being honest. Son's not slithery. I think some of the girls don't get it because Crystal in the after show she picked up for Diana too. She, you know, and um, the Sutton is shady. This is a Real Housewives show. You're supposed to be shady. We enjoy the shade. You know that's why we enjoy Atlanta and that's why we enjoy uh, Potomac. I love that when they're shady. But they, you know, and I'm shady with my friends too. You know, it's fun shade. It's light shade. You you just pick on a little tiny bit, but it's meant to be funny. Sutton can be shady, but it depends on how you react to it. If you overreact to it, then yeah, it's going to be a fight. But if you keep your composure and just answer the question, then you basically thwarted their shade, and that's what you. That's how you should react to these situations. So, you know, and the thing is, too, and people didn't know this, Crystal and Diana are friends, and they were friends before this. So, yeah, Crystal's going to pick her friend's side over Sutton, the one that she's been fighting with for the past two seasons about race. So, yeah, still, though, she basically was saying it was okay for Diana and Erica to to call Sutton to see you next Tuesday. And I'm using the slang because I don't use that word. I don't think it's appropriate. And I think I even had a discussion with someone on Twitter about it saying, oh, people use that word all the time in Australia. I'm like, well, here it's an insult. It's, you know, I mean, yeah, I'll call someone a bitch. I'll call someone an asshole, whatever. But that's just one word I don't use. And it's not cool when women say it against other women. But if a man says that to a woman, to me, that tells me the man um, doesn't respect women. You don't call a woman that. I think that's gross. So, um, so Diana, after insulting the hell out of um, Sutton and licking her lips all all over the place, and she's rubbing her nose a lot and itching her nose, which is kind of weird too. And she also complained too that she got a bloody nose in Aspen. She gets up to leave, like. Sutton attacked her. Sutton didn't say a damn word. She just sat there. Sutton didn't respond at all. I think she was kind of stunned because she had remade up with Diana. 
she re-apologized for like the 10th time, and Diana said, okay, we're on, we're on a timeout. So Sutton thought the whole thing was squashed, but Sutton always thinks that too. So she thinks she squashes everything, but uh, yeah. And Diana got warned, I think Sutton told her too, when they um, were eating bacon in her hotel room in Mexico, it was like, you need to forgive in this group. If Diana's going to hold grudges against everybody, even if she does get a second season, she's not going to be friends with anybody in the group. And you you can't hold grudges. Like, that's why I like about Real Housewives in New York. They say shitty things to each other all the time, too, but they make up. You know, Louie and Ramona have fought. Louie and Sonia have fought. Sonia and Ramona have fought. They all fought with Dorinda. But they all still love each other and, and hug it out and uh, and they say nasty shit too to each other and they spill secrets all over the place so diane's gonna learn if you're gonna be a housewife you have to learn to coexist with these women and if you can't accept apology of someone who apologized you 50 times already even if the fans loved you you're not gonna last long so, and I have to say, though, too, Diana's jacket was beautiful. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. There's a little fashion report. So she goes up to leave, and Erica goes with her. And I think Dorit went up, too. And I said, what the hell, what's Dorit over there with Diana for? Dorit has no relationship with Diana. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And um, people are saying that how told Sutton, basically stop crying, you're being overdramatic. I didn't hear her say that. I just heard Sutton replying, no, I'm not being overly dramatic. And Garcelle comes over to comfort her, too, and Sutton's crying. It was it was vicious, and it was kind of out of left field. At the same time, too, though, Sutton opened the door because she mentioned, you know, why did you guys stick up for me when Erica called me that last year at the reunion? So she opened that door. I think Sutton is better off not bringing up conversations about herself because they're just jumping on that to attack her. She kind of needs to lay low a bit. But, yeah, she made a good point because we all thought maybe it was just edited weirdly that no one stuck up for Sutton. But, no, no one said a word. Even Andy should have said something like, yeah, let's not talk like that. But only, I think only Garcelle kind of said something to her. So so this week should be interesting because Erica loses her shit and screams at Crystal about the earrings thing. So, But finally, like we're at the end of the season, and someone finally is bringing up the court cases against Erica. If she's gotten a pass the entire year about it, but she's successfully distracted everybody with her drinking. And I don't think that was a good strategy in a way because you're just still making yourself look like a piece of shit. Like, I think if she would have just maybe drank too much and was just funny drunk, like she was on the boat, that would have been fine, but she took it too far because she went after Garcelle's sons. That's when the hate started. But everybody in the beginning kind of liked drunk Erica. It, it was kind of fun. And I thought she was funny on the boat. She stopped, should have started stayed that way. She took it too far, and I think she was trying to be shocking, and it backfired on her. So we'll see how um, next week goes. And we still really don't know what da- went down with Kathy and, and Erica and Renna and I think it was 
I don't think Sutton's assistant was there. So we still know what happened with that. Looks like that's probably not going to happen next episode. And, um, oh, another thing I have to bring up. What the hell is Kyle doing with Kathy? Why the hell would you give Kathy a bunk bed to sleep in? I mean, what the, I don't get this. This makes no sense. It's your sister. Number one, Marisa shouldn't be there. Kyle and Kathy probably should have uh, had the master. Because ends up, Kathy ends up sleeping into her bed anyway. And I don't, she, I guess they said there was three bedrooms. So Rena and Erica sharing a room then? And the, the third room was the bunk bedroom? I don't get it. But the thing is, too, Kathy is the oldest. So why wouldn't Kathy get her own room? Or is she getting the bunk bedroom but she showed up last? Still, though, it's kind of a shitty thing to do as a sister. And I give Kathy a lot of credit, but she didn't complain. She was totally cool with it, even though Kathy said, hey, you know, I haven't really slept in the past three days. So um, that was weird. And it all plays into, you know, you can see why Kyle has problems with her sisters. She threw Kim under the bus. I have to say, Kim probably shouldn't have been on the show to begin with. If she was still actively having a drinking problem, she shouldn't have been on the show. Because you're on TV, and that's part of your life. That's going to come out. Like, Kyle's the one who added her. And and Kathy and Kyle weren't talking last few years because Kyle did a semi-autobiographical um, TV show about their lives. And, yeah, it, that's not cool. I didn't watch the show. It's called American Woman. It only lasted one season. But, yeah, I think people... Could, they, Kathy basically got mad and stopped talking to her about it, stopped talking to her, period. And then they, they made up, basically, as the show got canceled. So I can see why Kathy and, and Kim have a problem with Kyle. And I don't understand why Kyle sides with her friends and not her sister, especially when Kathy hasn't done anything to her sisters, to her friends, to Kyle's friends. Basically, Rena and Erica are mad because Kyle was um, Kathy was popular last year, and they want to take her down. They thought Kathy skated. You know, Kathy didn't get in fights with anybody. And, well, Kathy was just a friend of, and seriously, who's going to pick a fight with Kathy Hilton? And Kathy didn't give anybody any ammo. There was no reason to anybody pick a fight with Kathy Hilton. She uh, was great the entire time. But they're mad at her because they think she's getting a pass, and if you're going to be a real housewife, you know, you need to be insulted and get into fight. So why, I mean, Kyle has to know that's what her friends are doing. So I don't understand why Kyle would participate in this. But she's kind of being shitty to her sister. I, I, I could say maybe, yeah, all right, Kathy's high maintenance. Okay, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you let your friends take your sister down because she's high maintenance. That's not right. That's not cool. So we'll see what happens this week. And um, tonight is the season finale of Atlanta, and we're finally going to see Shia by Sheree, and I'm looking forward to it. We have Dwight back, and I love Dwight. He was a fascinating character. He's going to be back tonight. Um, Apollo, I guess, is modeling. I think Peter Thomas is back. I think Lisa Wu. And Sheree said she wanted Phaedra back, but the producers told her no, so we didn't get Phaedra for the finale. And um, since I have the day off work Monday, I'm going to recap Atlanta if I can. Um, 
don't know in the future how many recap shows I'm going to be able to do. I'm going to try. depends on my schedule. Oh, and also the Salt Lake City trailer dropped this week, and it looks fantastic. I was not looking forward to Salt Lake. I thought it was going to be lame. Last season was lame, but um, it looks pretty good. And I know I don't think anybody punched Heather Gay. I don't think that's why she has a black swollen eye. I think she had an allergic reaction. So I think everybody's jumping to conclusions. And hopefully this week um, we'll get the um, promo for Potomac, because that's the one I was actually looking forward to was Potomac and not Salt Lake. Potomac we has been um, pretty quiet. The only thing we know is that um, – Ashley filed for her divorce against Michael. And I would like Ashley to be honest this season. Because she, I, I honestly, I would like her to say, hey, you know what? I married the guy and had kids with him for money. That's what she did. I don't think she loved the guy. Maybe there was something in the beginning. But she hung up. But she hung in there, even though he was cheating on her left and right, getting caught all the time. And grabbing guys' asses on camera, I don't know what the hell he was doing that for. Here's Ashley talking about her miscarriage. Goes running around grabbing cameraman's asses. It's like, well, what the hell? <laughs> Your poor wife is upset, but, you know. So I, I would like Ashley to be honest. I don't think she is. I don't think she's going to be totally honest. I think she's going to play it like she's the victim. And I'd rather her just say, hey, you know, he wanted arm candy and I wanted money. Just like Eric and Tom. Eric and Tom in love? No. Does Eric cared that Tom cheated and he gave all this, you know, he had this mistress that was a judge. I mean, I'm not sure she's pissed because he gave that woman a lot of money. It just came out that he gave her $300,000 to buy a condo and pay for her plastic surgery. And the judge actually is giving all that money back to the victims, which he should. And Erica's retweeting this. I was like, girl, you should be doing the same thing. You know, but she thinks it's a win because it makes Tom look bad that he had a mistress and gave her all the money. He's like, no, it kind of doesn't because at least the woman's given the money back to the victims and Erica hasn't given them a dime. So um, anyway, my, my, the thing is though, with Tom and Erica, he wanted on candy, she wanted money, and then eventually down the line, she decided to be a, a, a pop singer. So, um, but he's a lawyer. It was his third marriage. He knew what he was getting into. If, if it, you know, if your marriage is a business arrangement, that's fine. To me, just own it. Like, okay, it's a business arrangement. I'm in it for money. He, he just likes my company or the sex or whatever. Fine. Just say it. And I think that's the same with Michael and um, Ashley. You know, it was a, basically a business arrangement. And um, and I like Ashley. I'm not dogging on Ashley. This is all allegedly. I don't have any inside information. This is just my opinion. But yeah, it, I think they basically had a financial arrangement. And because I mean, she embarrasses herself being with this guy who's just trying to cheat on her with anybody with a pulse, you know. So I don't want to hear a sob story. You know, and oh, she loved him, and blah blah blah. I don't want to hear it. I don't know if the, I think Candace will definitely try to keep her honest. I don't know if Giselle and Robin will, but that's what I've been looking forward to. Honestly, I don't care about Wendy. I don't care about Mia. 
I love Karen. I think she's fantastic. She's great for the show. I love Giselle. Nothing happens with Robin this year. They didn't get married, even though they recently got their marriage license, I think, like two weeks ago. So I guess they're getting married to her pretty quickly. But um, which is weird. But they're probably not going to be filming it until next spring. Yeah, so really, I, I want to see what's going on with Ashley. But um, thank you for listening, and hopefully tomorrow I'll be back with Lance. Good night. <laughs>